everybody. Welcome back to the Netflix movie wait, club. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> you gotta stop that. What, what are we doing? For thousands of years, humans have misunderstood them and feared them. Now, one bee in a turtleneck sweater is gonna change everything. Stand back. These are winter boots. Why does his life have any less value than yours? This fall, I gotta say something. You like jazz? <laughs> You're talking to humans. You're flying outside the hive. Very bee benzen. So you see soda spilled on a sidewalk and you don't drink it? He's a little bee. He's not bothering anybody. Get out of here, you creep. Discovering a big secret. How did this get here? This is Honeyberry. This is Steely. Cute bee. Golden Blossom. Ray Liotta Private Select. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this. You have a plan? Yes, plan B. He's brave. Where'd you get the honey? He's ours now. He's both. This can't possibly work. Okay, Barry, pull the shoot. He's reaching new heights. I just tried to talk to these guys. Then there's a best buster to pay life for and uh that's that's enough of that hi guys welcome back to the netflix club podcast uh in case you didn't uh figure that out we're, we're talking about b movie this time uh i'm tom and i'm noah and we're back from our uh you know mid-season hiatus or whatever it is um, it's seasonal you know winter time break yep and so we're ready to talk about movies again some bad, some good. Uh, this time, it, uh, it's obviously a phenomenal movie. It's a, it's a beautiful. No, nope, and movie. we're gonna end the podcast today. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we'll just jump right into it. Um, we're gonna talk about some Netflix news first. We got uh, what's coming and going. And since we've been off for uh, most of January, I'm just gonna talk about some stuff that is new to Netflix in January, um, just so you can be aware of what's on there now. Because I have actually added some quite some uh, some pretty good stuff. So. Uh, we got Around the World in 80 Days, After Innocence, B-Movie, Boogie Nights, Braveheart, Caddyshack, Collateral Damage, Dreamcatcher, El Dorado, E.T. They brought E.T. back? Yes. Uh, Halo Legends, Hugo, uh, Justin Bieber's Never Say Never. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to talk <laughs> about just some of the big ones. Uh, Ocean's 12, uh, Superman Returns, Superman uh, 2, 3, and 4, and Superman the Movie. Uh, the Parent Trap, the 60s version, uh, The Shining, uh, The Rat Race, V for Vendetta, Vanilla Sky. That's all January 1st. January 3rd, we had It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, <coughs> excuse me, season 11. January 6th, we got uh, Degrassi, Next Class, season 3, with some other stuff uh, on there, Coin Heist. Uh, January 7th, uh, nothing really, there's some stuff. Uh, January 9th, we got Ratchet and Clank movie. Uh, that one's pretty recent. It came out last year, I believe. Uh, January 10th, we have a uh, Jim Gaffigan uh, stand-up special. Uh, and uh, January 13th, we had Series of Unfortunate Events Season 1. Uh, and we have It Follows. Uh, January 14th, we have Camp, e- Camp X-Ray. Excuse me. Um, January... Hold on a second. Uh, January 20th, we have Voltron Legendary Defender Season 2. Whoop, whoop. Uh, January 21st, we have Bates Motel Season 4. Uh, January 20, uh, 27th, we have Sharknado The Fourth Awakens. Um, and on January 31st, last day uh, of January, we have another, we have a Bill Burr stand up special. Cool. And so, yeah, so that's like most of everything that's uh, came out in January. And then what's going to, what is to come out in January still? <coughs> Excuse me. You okay? <laughs> Sorry, a little thing in my throat. You gonna make it? <laughs> I, th- I hope so. Uh, I gotta talk about B movie. Okay. One last piece of news is that we were talking about how, you know, a couple, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about how Netflix is putting all this money into their original properties, 
and you, know, you kind of hope they said that they were doing like two billion dollars or a couple billion dollars regardless and you're like you got to kind of hope that pays off that's a lot of money to put into it and uh, it has just been announced that it really did. Uh, they had their best quarter on record. They gained about 7.05 million subscribers in that quarter. Wow. So, yeah, they are still a, a juggernaut of uh, video streaming um, services with all their new properties and everything. So That's really They cool. cannot be stopped. Yeah. So, yeah. Another but, thing I want to, like, throw in there. I think it was, like, recently, the other day, I want to say. It was definitely this week. It was this week. They uh, put out the trailer for this Netflix original, quotation marks, because it's actually, like, a Sundance film. Mm-hmm. It's just being kind of, like, distributed through Netflix. Uh, but it's, like, this Netflix original called The Discovery. Uh, it's starring Jason Segel. Segal? Segal. Segal? Not Steven Segal. Segal. I don't know. <laughs> Jason Segel. Jason Segel. <laughs> From How I Met Your Mother From and all that stuff. From How I Met Your Mother, Marshall. Yeah, Marshall Erickson. Lovable character. He's in it. And also Robert Redford's in it. And Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara, sister of Kate Mara. I did not realize they were sister. Also didn't realize Rooney was her first name. Me neither. But yeah, it's uh it's like a it's kind of a darker movie, yeah, I'd it's say. It's very and, dark. Which is interesting because you got Jason Siegel in there who was really only done like comedic stuff. Comedic stuff, or at the very least not dark and dramatic stuff. Yeah. Like he did what was it like? Steve Who Lives Next Door or something like some movie that was like similar to that title that I just said right there. Yeah. Which was not necessarily a comedy, but it also wasn't necessary necessarily like a dark movie it was like or a drama. Rom-com. It was like a Isabel Brothers kind of, I okay. think. But like nothing like this ever. Yeah. And so it's kind of it's I'm interested to see him in a in a new kind of uh role. So essentially the they they gave out like the trailer, but they also attached a synopsis to it because the trailer is kind of confusing and yeah, they don't yeah. really give away a lot of story, you know, stuff. So they gave out the synopsis and essentially what it's about is a scientist discovers that there is definitively an afterlife and then there's a big, huge fallout around the world uh, with people, you know, finding this out and people end up, you know, end up killing themselves. Like mass suicides across the globe. And it's, it's horrific and crazy. So it's kind of like, this these people trying to deal with that and also I think there's uh they said there's some sort of like love story going on with uh Jason Siegel's character and uh Miss Mara's character so a lot of different stuff going on and it looks really good and apparently it won some awards at the Sundance Film Festival and they always put out like really good movies so, Sundance yeah yeah absolutely so this this should be really interesting and I'm really looking forward to it I said I think they said the release date is in March. I believe. Right. Yeah, so that's it's like, right around the time of like Iron Fist and stuff. Yeah, so like there's gonna be a lot of good stuff coming out pretty soon here. So yeah, that's that's gonna be really cool. I'm really excited about that. All right, you ready to jump into B movie? Let's jump into this B movie. Okay, so uh, B movie is something that's been like memed, but at its core, it's actually a really decent movie. It's uh, it's good, especially for like an animated movie, which you know it has a tendency. Those have like tendency to be like too kiddish or something like that. It's yeah, it's a pretty good movie. I I was re- thoroughly entertained. I laughed a lot Same. more than I thought I would. At least you think you, you know you see the meme and you actually watch the movie and you're like, there's no way this is gonna be any good. Yeah, and then it is. I because uh, I haven't seen it since like I was like honestly like a like a kid. Yeah, me so, too. So like I barely remembered anything about it. So watching like all these like memes pop up everywhere it's like oh wow they're like making fun of this movie because it's bad or whatever that's like Mm -hmm. that's kind of where i was at but you watch it and it's actually like a good movie and it's weird that like this whole you know 
thing happened. Yeah, you know, us saying it's good, you might not believe that or might just take our opinions for granted or whatever, but it actually was nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Animated Film of the Year. So it's like, it had some critical feedback. Like, people enjoyed it. Yeah, and like, it's honestly like a pretty smart like animated movie and there's actually some like really good jokes in there that would go like way over kids heads yeah so absolutely. like like it's you know even being you know a college student i actually like laughed a lot in the like watching the movie mm-hmm. cuz it was actually really really funny and i think part of the reason it like is what it is is because of like some of the like kind of the star power behind it I know, I, I, you know, you know Jerry Seinfeld's in it. Yeah, he voices Barry Benson. Uh, he wrote, he wrote, or he was a, a credited writer, one of like six, I believe. Wow. Um, and so you know he's in it, and you know Renee Zellweger's in it from like, she's like the woman that he's in love with or whatever. But also you got Matthew Broderick, you got Patrick Warburton, you got John Goodman, Chris Rock, Kathy Bates, Larry King, Ray Liotta, Sting, Oprah Winfrey, Larry Miller. Uh. Megan Mullally. You got, like, really... A lot of big-name people in this movie, like, doing voice oh, acting work. And I, I I hadn't realized that it was, like, Oprah. She was the uh, the judge, I believe, right? Oh, my gosh. Michael Richards was in it. He was he was Kramer in Seinfeld. There's a Seinfeld. Oh, my gosh. Seinfeld. He played Bud Ditchwater, and I don't remember who that was in the movie. Bud Ditchwater. But anyways, yeah, it's like... You, it's Oprah Winfrey's in it. It's like... You would not expect that from a movie that's, like, stuffed full of as many B-puns as possible. Yeah, so many B-puns. And, you know, people are like, you groan when you hear a pun or whatever, and it's just over. But, like, it's so smart with how it does that. Yeah. Like, how many it does. <coughs> and it really weaves them into, like, like we said, a really funny movie. I was thoroughly surprised. So, you know, a slight rundown of what it's about, brief synopsis, is there's this guy named Barry... Barry Benson. Barry B. Benson. B. 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 He's a he's a B. And uh, he's a wasp. Actually, this is a lie. <laughs> this movie's no. about wasps. <laughs> he's a B, and <laughs> he like grows up in like three days or whatever. They make a bunch of jokes about yeah, bees. It's funny because they they talk about like the bees lifespan a lot, and they make a, a lot of jokes about that in the beginning. But it kind of like goes out the window yes. as the movie progresses. So it's like it was like a bit, and they kind of dropped it, which I think in itself was actually really funny. Yeah. But he's like, every bee has a job. They work every day of their life. They get no days off. They work pretty much constantly until they die. Um, but Barry's like, I don't want to be just like some guy that wears a, a big finger on his head and sl- and like collects the extra honey that overflows or whatever. That's a job. Yeah, that was literally a, a job in the movie. In the hive. Uh, and so he's like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I want to be... You didn't necessarily want say you wanted to be a what were they called honey jocks? Yeah, they're honey jocks. Basically, the honey jocks are the bees that go out and collect the pollen and stuff or mm-hmm. whatever, or pollinate, and they collect the the, the stuff from the flowers. Mm-hmm. I'm not well educated in like the, the workings <laughs> of bees and flowers. Uh, yes, I have a PhD in bees. I saw a bee movie. Fair enough. I know everything about bees. I know everything exactly. It's highly educational. It's I know edu- that bees can talk. They're just not talking to us. That makes sense. <laughs> But anyways, he doesn't necessarily want to be a honey jack, but he wants to leave the hive. He doesn't want to work every day of his life, and he meets this woman who he kind of has a romantic relationship with. They never super go into it, but it's always kind of like a... It's like definitely... There's something going on. Yeah, it's like there's some tension there. Yeah. And like Patrick Warburton like is like kind of the antagonist of sort of, because he's like... He's like wants to kill. Yeah, yeah he, he's, he's like, her boyfriend. Yeah, and he like wants to kill Barry... 
But like, he's also the only sane person because he's like, why are you hanging out with a talking bee all the time? What is going on? Yeah. And it's kind of really, it's, there's a lot of like really clever humor with that. But basically, yeah, that's what happens. And then he, he finds out that humans have been stealing the honey from the bees that they work every day of their lives to make. And he sues the human race. The entire human race. Uh, I mean, bee movie, who cares about spoilers? He wins. And so humans don't get to use honey anymore. And they get all their honey and they never have to, bees never have to work a day in their lives. But then who's doing the pollinating? And so the world kind of is affected by that. <coughs> Excuse me. So we can talk about some like deeper messages of the movie, kind of, or themes. Yeah. Is that on top of it just being a movie about bees, it talks about the importance of bees. Yeah, and their significance in the environment and, mm-hmm. like, the ecosystem. And so, like, yeah, like we said, when the bees stop working, everything starts to die. All the plants and everything, and, like, it shows, I believe it's supposed to be Central Park. It's, like, all the trees are, like, dead and gray. All the flowers. Yeah. Like, everywhere. Like, they were talking about it because the, the woman that he's in love with owns, like, a flower shop. All the flowers are dying because there's no more bees working to pollinate things. Mm-hmm. So, like, it, um, and, yeah, like, it not only does it affect the flowers, but it affects everything and it's like a big deal uh and it's a big deal honestly like in the real world too and it's interesting that it brings up this idea Mm -hmm. in like in a way that's like i want to say like more accessible to kids Mm -hmm. like just like 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 how we need bees you know i kind of feel like there was something about animal rights maybe in there too with like how they were treating the bees with the smoker yeah i think that that might have been like way deeper and like glossed over but like I think there's something in there about yeah. that. There was there, like a strong like environmental message or like animal rights. Yeah. And there's there's kind of like a low key really dark joke at the end with a cow. Like I'm not gonna go into it, but I think you can understand what they're trying <laughs> to go for. Yeah. So like it's interesting that there's like all these like different like underlying themes in like a movie that's so like like obviously like comedic. Yeah. You know? And, like, over-the-top ridiculous. Over-the-top ridiculous, yeah. But, yeah, and then going back a little bit, we'll talk about some of the, like, weird, unique humor that they stuffed in it. Like, they got, like, all these, like, actress actors and actresses playing these characters. Like we said, they got Oprah, they got Renee Zellweger, Jerry Seinfeld playing characters. And then on, in the real world, in the movie, they got, like, real people. Like, Ray Liotta, like, the guy that plays, like, a lot of gangsters and stuff in yeah. movies. He's in it just as himself. He's, like, just Ray as, Liotta. Yeah. And they, like, talk about, like, how he's won, like, a Golden Globe or something. Yeah. Or he was, like, nominated or something. And, like, he owns his honey, he his own, own, like, honey thing. Yeah. And, like, he, it's so weird. They're, they're like, here's this movie about B. It's also Ray Liotta's in it, and he's Ray Liotta. It's, like, really weird and funny. And also, they got uh, Larry King. But he's, like, B. Larry King. Yeah. And, and then there's even a joke. They're like, you know, there's a Larry King in the real world. He's like, does all the same stuff, like literally everything. There's like this whole set and he looks the same and he's like, nope, doesn't know, don't know about that. And then he gets up and walks away and he's yeah. like, huh, all right. <laughs> and they just keep on going. It's like so much, yeah, so much clever, like weird humor. It's not, I wouldn't even say clever. I just said there's like so much weird humor that they just stuffed in there that you're like, that's funny, but like also super dumb. Yeah. But like, it's still really funny. Yeah. Like, it, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's really dumb, but also smart humor. Mm-hmm. But It's, just, like, super self-aware. Yeah, That's exactly. That's kind of what I like about it, or something that I really like about it. Like, especially with the Patrick Warburton character, it's, like, super self-aware, because you got, like, this whole, like, bee thing going on, and you're like, yay, the bees, and you get Patrick Warburton, like, what is going on? Yeah. There's a talking bees, and you're, like, a romantic partner with it? What is happening? And it's it, like, do you hear yourself? 
And it's like, yeah, so you're like, wow, this movie's actually, like, kind of clever. Yeah. And so then kind of moving on from that, it's like, you kind of wonder, why this movie? Why this movie get memed Out so many different ways? Yeah. And I really don't have a definitive answer. I don't think anybody does. I think someone just took it and made this, this, uh, this video. I think it was probably the video first, but they're like, listen, we got... The B movie, but every time they say B, it gets faster. I don't yeah. know if that was the first iteration. I think that's where it kind of all started from, and then, like, all these different other memes kind of sprouted out from that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I read, like, this is going to sound terrible, but I read, like, probably a year ago or two, a year or two ago, actually, another B movie meme, like, before it was huge. Yeah. It was, like, a script where Barry and the woman, I, f- I forget her name, I'm going to look real quick, uh, Vanessa, they're, like, actually romantic partners, and there's this whole thing with their relationship. That's gross. Yeah, it's super weird. And then, like, Ashton Kutcher's there, and he's, like, punking people. Okay. It was, like, the meme before it got huge, and then there's, like, this B movie, but every time they say B, it gets faster. Seven-minute video of the whole movie showing how often they say B, and it's, like, everything grew from there. Yeah. And I, like we said, I don't know why they chose this movie, because it's really not a bad movie. It's no, it funny, isn't. it's clever, it's, it's like, self-aware, it's, like... So why this movie... Maybe just because it's got bees and they can talk. And it's like, that's just a ridiculous premise in and of itself. And they just rolled with it. And so they're like, why not this movie? But I don't know. I think the memes are funny. The movie's funny. Um, but yeah, so. What? I don't know. But yeah, it's, <laughs> I was gonna, something else I was going to say is that clever wise, it's kind of weird that there's six writers in the movie, isn't there? Yeah, like. I guess maybe to construct all these jokes or whatever, like there had, there probably was a lot of like creative, funny-minded people in that room, but like the story isn't like very complex at all, you know. Actually, one of the writers was as a writer for uh, frequently for like late-night talk shows. Yeah, so that that makes a lot of sense because there, a lot of the jokes in that feel like stand-up bits or like you know, like late-night shows or like stuff like SNL or whatever, where it's like they kind of are self-aware about what they're, you know, joking about. So I, I, I can understand why they would get, like, somebody like that, like, say, like, on board. Mm-hmm. It would make sense. Uh, also, there was two directors for this movie. Really? Uh, interestingly enough, uh, one, one of the directors uh, has directed, um, oh, my goodness, Penguins of Madagascar most recently. Huh. He also directed a Megamind short. He directed Far Away Idol, which was... Did you ever see the after credits of Shrek 2, I believe it was, where they have, like, American Idol with the Shrek characters? Yeah. Yeah, that. He directed that. Okay. He directed Shrek 4D. Then he also acted in, like, Shrek. Um, He did visual effects for, like, a lot of the Shrek movies and the Ants movie, which are decent, like, animated films. The other guy also worked on a lot of the Shrek movies in the art department. He also worked on Home and, like, some uh, DreamWorks How to Train Your Dragons properties. So it's like the animation's there and they got the humor there and it's how do they make this story? Yeah. It's it's like I wonder who I, came up with that concept. Because Jerry Seinfeld is like everyone thinks of Jerry Seinfeld and B movie. But like there's like was he the one that was like, So listen guys, we got a movie and bees can talk. Brilliant. And they're like, Wow, why is Jerry Seinfeld not writing every animated movie? Exactly. Put him on the next Something. This movie should have won an Oscar. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Best picture. <laughs> best picture. Not even best animated movie. Best picture. Best screenplay. And then like seventy guys pile up on the stage. 
<laughs> Every single person that worked on the movie. Now for best animated screenplay. We had uh, a team. Got a team of 12 guys. They're B-movie. But yeah, as funny as it is, and as much as it was memed, um, it got decent reviews. Um, like, it, it got... You know, on IMDb, it got 6.2 out of 10, which isn't terrible. It's like also average. not amazing. Um, on Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, got about 50% or so. Okay. But it's like, you watch the movie, and it's like, you can see why it's not like critically acclaimed, but it's like a really, really fun movie. Um, so, it's understandable. I'm kind of curious of what, what the budget was for the movie. I feel like they had to pump a lot of money into uh, just paying for 25 for- name, act- like, A-list actors or like, Pretty high level actors at least. Just to have like cameos in the thing. Okay, okay, I got the budget here. I want you to guess what the budget is. Oh man, I couldn't even. Not even got a weird guesstimate out of nowhere? No. I feel like I'm would, bad with that. Would a hundred million seem too much? Maybe. What about a hundred and fifty million? That that seems excessive. <laughs> yeah, that's the budget. <laughs> wow. Uh yeah. Hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Uh two hundred and eighty seven point six million box office. So I mean, it didn't. They broke even, so like they made they made money. Oh my gosh! What? It was it's okay. I'm I'm looking at the Wikipedia page as we're talking about this. It was sued, or DreamWorks was sued over the movie, for, <laughs> for a movie because for being similar to a movie called Babylon. What is that? I don't know. Like Babylon? Okay. Uh, it was a team. It was a what? I uh, said so, um, it was a. Oh, so. They brought this this team of Swedish animators brought this concept for Bibelon to DreamWorks, and DreamWorks was like, "No, that's too childish," and then they just made another B movie. <laughs> oh, that kind of sucks for them, you uh, know. But apparently, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld was accused of plagiarism. Dang, he was wow. What? Also, they were DreamWorks was sued by Bsuticals. A Florida-based cosmetic company called Beeceuticals filed a lawsuit over the use of their trademark phrase, give bees a chance. That doesn't sound real. <laughs> That's so weird. Those sound like, most of those sound like fake things. Bibelon and Beeceuticals. Those sound like made-up things for this movie, honestly, because <laughs> there's so many stuff like that. That's that's really funny. That's crazy. Okay, actually, right here on Wikipedia page, it talks about where it's... Uh, um, it uh, talks about how the phenomenon began for the meme. It says that uploaded in November twenty. Wow, uploaded in November twenty sixteen. Um, yeah, so they're they're actually yeah they're garnering the start to the every time they say B it speeds up, and then there's like so many different. Um, I feel like it's almost taken over Shrek. You know, how Shrek was a meme for a long time. It still is, I think. Yeah, but like, it's kind of been like it's kind it of like almost, number two now. Yeah. It's like the B movie. Yeah, but. It, but it's like, yeah, it's, it's like on the same level as like that. And like, we are number one in Shrek. And it's like, the internet is a weird place. It's really weird and it destroys everything. So you have any final thoughts on B-Movie? I think it's a solid movie. I think definitely watch it. Especially you know, if you're a dank memer. If you're a dank memer, if you like fun animated movies, if you like funny movies, honestly, like watch B-Movie. You'll have a good time. Yeah, if you even if you want something on just like I said, um, just to just veg to. It's yeah. like, you can watch it and be like, this is dumb or this is funny. You're enjoying yourself, though. Exactly. Like, it's it's a it's a good movie. Okay, so next week, you want to talk about what we're watching next week? Yeah, we're, we're going to be talking about... A Series of Unfortunate Events. The Netflix original st- series starring Neil Patrick Harris. Uh, we watched... Have you, you finished it, right? I haven't watched the last episode. You better finish it. I'll, I'm going to finish it. 
Um, but we we started this. We'll talk about a little bit, a little little preview. We started this. Um, it's like the day it came the out? day it came out, and I think we kind of. I don't know if you expected to like love it, but I was like, all right, let's watch this. It's new. It's supposed to be getting Neil Patrick Harris in it. Can't be bad. And then we just like binge watch five episodes in a row and, yeah. at night and stay up till two a.m. It's like it's, really it's really good. So we'll really have like good. a lot to say on this movie. Shouldn't be like a long episode, but it's like a really good thing. If you guys want to watch it ahead of time or watch some episodes ahead of time so you can stay up with us, that'd be cool because it's super good. Honestly, like I had read the books when I was a kid, but I don't remember anything from them. So like going into the show, wasn't sure what to expect, but it's Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. And from what they've shown in the trailers, like at the time, like, you know, we were being like, what is this? Like the, the production value is, is there is there so I was like all right I'm on board and the show is really good I'm really excited to watch the uh the end of the season so yeah that is uh next week so we'll uh we'll see you uh, guys next week then with that and yeah but uh be sure to check out our Twitter page it's at CMU underscore Netflix club if you have any uh, recommendations, any uh, movies, or any thoughts on the movie that we discussed, you want to send us dank memes, dank B movie memes, you can, you know, go ahead and do that. We'll give you a shout out, maybe. Yeah, we'll give you a shout out. Give you a big kiss. Or, nope, we're no. not going to do that. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> we'll give you a follow on Twitter, though. Okay, that's fair. That's, yeah, you're, okay, Tom, you're fired. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. That's about wraps it up for this episode. Oh, boy. (laughs) I'm Noah. I'm Tom. And this has been Netflix Movie Club Podcast. I love you guys. Emerging from the great dumpster fire that was 2016, Ben Solis and Noah Bayshore find themselves ready to take on anything 2017 has to throw at them. Whether it be taxes, George Clooney's nipple suit, or Shia LaBeouf memes, these gentlemen are ready for a super fight. Will Ben ever recover from Birdemic? Will Noah ever grow a real beard? Tune in to the next season of Raving Geeks for all your nerd news and musings from CM Life's premier geek culture podcast. Geek culture. Hey guys, if you're liking this podcast and others, always check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can download and listen to us and stream us live. You can also check us out at cm-life.com. Be sure to check out our Facebook and our Twitter for more information on podcasts and other entertainment on campus. (laughs) 